Hey, sorry about that. <laughs> there goes our ambulance. Perfect. Maybe that's the only one tonight. <laughs> I've never known of an ambulance to warp on, warp on fucking like, a time schedule. No. Well, every night at fucking midnight or something, it always fucking runs. We're uh, we're a block away, or a week away from welfare days, so they're not quite as frequent as usual right now. But uh, all right, let's jump in. I got nothing, so I'm just gonna do this real quick. Okay. Uh, hi there. Happy Friday. It's October 19, 2018, and I'm Eric. Talking at you as always from beautiful downtown Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, where for the first time ever. People actually give a shit that Kamloops exists. Why? <laughs> the one and only government-operated pot store in British Columbia <coughs> is in Kamloops. <coughs> and they're all over the news. God. They're planning for 38, I believe, in the province, um, but that's the only one that, that's managed to open so far. Uh... But they did a big tour of it today. A bunch of politicians did a big tour of it, uh, showing off their, their new fancy store. It's a joke. <laughs> right. But meanwhile, cops in Toronto shut down four dispensaries today. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> good thing pot's legal. I bet those dispensary guys feel real good that they protested for that for years. Yeah, yeah. Protested so you can all get shut down so they don't believe in small business. They don't allow anybody separately to make money off anything, yeah, it's, yeah, they're, well, it's, they're like, really it's no secret that the liberal government's never been a fan of small business, but I think this is the the most blatant uh, attack on it, I think, in, in our lifetime, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't know about previous to our lifetime, and I don't care, I wasn't alive, but, uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's just shocking. Uh, Trudeau is really, I, I'm not even kidding. Uh, he's really showing his true colors, I think, lately. Um, yeah. And, uh, I, I hope people are, are appropriately disappointed in him. <laughs> well, it definitely seems like it. I mean, much like anything, there's the supporters on both sides. I do see supporters on Facebook of Trudeau, which I don't fully understand. My mom is kind of on the side of liberal, but only for, like, certain things, which I understand. Like, she's good because liberals are good for, like we've always said, liberals are good for hospitals and education. Yes. And, well, conservatives are not. (laughs) Conservatives are good for business. Yeah, conservatives are good for business, so... Yeah, you trust that it all has to keep going in these bullshit ways instead of letting, getting everybody in like these good sort of utopian society where you know we have good hospitals with no major wait times. We have education system that's not dated out of the fucking sixties. Yeah. And a bunch of privately run businesses where people can make fucking money. I know nobody, very few people will agree with me on this, but I guarantee you. Had we let Harper navigate the last four years, it would have been very, very different and uh, quite beneficial, I think, to all of us. Um, I really think he deserved another four years to to get shit done. Things went well under Harper. I don't know. People tend to forget uh, 
you know, because of the, his, his, he had his flaws, his, his blocking of the media, uh, that kind of thing. But the country ran smoothly. You never heard anything. For four years, you didn't hear anything because nothing was happening. He was running it well. Yeah, it's true. But also, like I said, keep in mind, he also canned, like, what, 8,000 fucking nurses? Uh, like, true. You know what I mean? Like, like, they, like, again, it just keeps reiterating the same fucking point all over again. That's a lot of, that's a lot of provincial um, involvement as well. Yeah, but it was his overall decision. That's true. He's the one who pushed the agenda. He just made everybody else have to fucking do it. See, that's one that baffles me. I don't get the, uh, I don't understand the, and maybe there's some sort of history to it that I don't know, but I don't know why we're not giving more power to nurses rather than less. I mean, they're, they're more able than doctors, right, as far as I can tell, for the most part. Yeah, uh, yeah doctors do one thing. They deal with everything. Yeah, and why are we not in supporting that, encouraging that, uh, letting nurses uh, give injections and so forth, um, make them as important as they are. I don't get why we don't support our nurses. But then again, I don't get why we don't support ambulance drivers either. That just blows my mind. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. They can have a lot of fucking brains when it comes to these people, that's for sure. There really isn't a single good brain between them, and I, I don't think it's going to be any different after the election next year. Um, I'm, I'm not real optimistic about no. the state of the country. I, I just, and I, I don't like the way this guy's handled it. Um, I had high hopes for him. I really did. I, I, I wanted him to prove me wrong, and he hasn't, <laughs> unfortunately. Well, the only thing that ready to thing was high hopes, because, you know, high... That's, that's good stuff. Yeah, that's all we're getting. It's just puns <laughs> about pot for the next four years. <laughs> I was uh, I was checking out Facebook last night because I haven't done that in weeks. I've been totally ignoring it, uh, and that's uh, it was just constant. Every second thing on Facebook was something to do with pot. Yep. Even my, my yeah. 77-year-old aunt in Port Coquitlam was saying, hey, oh, make sure you don't talk around the children. <laughs> oh, but come on, kids need it too. Well, <laughs> I I kid about that because I actually that's the reason why I walked out of the uh, last four twenty event. That's right. You told me about that. Fucking pissed about that. What a dick. I learned it from you. Remember that commercial? I love that. Yeah. Where did you learn how to do this? I learned it from you. <laughs> Ah, oh, good times. Um, so, uh, yeah, the country's fucked. Um, it's going to be interesting, I guess, for the next year or so. Um, see what happens. I don't have a lot to say about it tonight, unfortunately. I just, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm almost numb to it at this point. Yeah, that's understandable. Um, it's just gotten to be too much. I do, I, I, I am wondering where Jake Mead is still. I don't understand why Jake Mead's not out there more, doing more. Um, it's freaking me out that uh, I Justin can be running basically unchallenged next year. Because no one's going to support this NDP guy. Nobody knows him. Nobody knows anything about the guy. He, he got elected, then he, he for the, the head of the party, and, and then he just kind of fell off the face of the earth. <laughs> um, shit. 
And for a very, uh, I, now I, I use this term it's properly, for a very flamboyant leader, uh, you'd think he would just be out there every day. He's, you know, he's got the bright clothes and the bright turbans, and he's, he's young and sexy, and, you know, he should be, it should be Bollywood every day in Toronto. He should be, well, Ottawa, I guess, but really it's Toronto. <laughs> we, all know. we all know what the real capital of Canada is. Yeah, that's true. Um, Ontario, Ontarians definitely think so. Oh, yeah. That is my absolute favorite part of the movie Canadian Bacon. When uh, they just wouldn't believe they're, they're, everyone's trying to tell them to go blow up Ottawa. And they're, <laughs> they're arguing, going, come on, you're trying to tell us Toronto's not the capital of Canada. How dumb <laughs> do you think Americans are? Oh, great movie. If you haven't seen it recently, I highly recommend it. It's the only decent movie Michael Moore has made in years. <laughs> And it's the least fictitious one. Oh, okay. Michael Moore Byrne. <laughs> uh, real quick, just before we get into whatever the hell we're going to get into tonight, I do want to make a couple of announcements because, goddamn, I've never been so excited in my life. Uh, some big things happening. One, I saved. I didn't tell you about because I do that. It, it entertains me. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are looking to start monetizing. Uh, we are, as I said, looking for a new name for the show. Uh, please send in your suggestions. Make it, make it, uh, make it a new thing from here out. Where we're going to start a new show. At, I'm going to say within the month. Um, we need your suggestions. So if, if ever I've begged you to write in, call in, uh, email, tweet, whatever you feel like doing. Please, uh, we have an opportunity to really look good here. Uh, we've already got some Twitter, uh, Twitter followers um, in the oh. industry. Uh, very cool. Um, that, I just started that page at 3 o'clock this morning, and we already have followers. So, yeah, we're, we're starting to uh, scratch the surface. That's um, fucking awesome. It really is. We're, we're, we're still on the outside looking in, but... Uh, People are looking at us as well. It's just—it's the coolest thing that could ever happen to me. Um, now, the really coolest thing that could ever happen to me—I don't know if you know, Gord, but there's a there are podcast networks, um, very similar to uh, radio networks and television networks, um, which is they they get a bunch of shows and host them and promote them and publicize them and and they you're you're on a network uh, just as you would be if you were a radio station or a television show. Shit. Uh, okay. There's many of them. Lots. They're all over. Uh, and they make money and they help each other out. And uh, your good buddy Kevin Smith happens to have one oh. that he uh, is the head of. Uh, he does several podcasts, um, uh, including one with Jay Muse. Um, I think it's called <laughs> Jay and Silent Bob are Getting Old. Um, <laughs> I haven't heard it yet. It, it seems really funny. I mean, anything Jamie Hughes does is funny. Um, anyway, we have officially submitted an application to uh, Schmodcast, which is the Kevin Smith Podcasting Network. Um, and we are anxiously awaiting a response. Um, it's the only one I've applied to so far, just because I think that would be so cool. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, it's a possibility. It's a long shot, but uh, hell, clerks getting made was a long shot too. 
Yeah, he didn't make that for very much money either, did he? Thirty thousand dollars. He worked at that quick stop when when they filmed that. <laughs> you know, he would Is that true? Yeah, it's very true. They would close the store at night and start filming. Oh my fucking god! I had no idea. Uh, yeah, thirty grand was the total budget for that film, and it ended up grossing like three million or something like that. <laughs> Uh, very cool. But I, I think if he, you know, I, I like to think he's the kind of guy who re- remembers where he's from and wants to give other guys a chance like that. And, uh, we could be those guys. We're funny. We're good. Our show's awesome. It's true. We uh, are awesome. I, I read some inspiring things last night, which, uh, you can probably tell by the tone of my voice. Some things that really, you know, that, uh, you know, I, I, I think our passion is selling us, uh, the way I always thought it was. Um, and I'm really glad I didn't fuck with the show, and I took your advice and kept it going because we're just getting better and better and better. Yeah, I have to admit, I don't make, make very many good business decisions, but I have to say that that was a smart idea. It really was. And uh, I read a great thing last night about um, this guy who runs some big fucking thing. I don't know, he's the biggest podcaster ever. He started way before anybody, but he said that the, the 2,000 listener thing... That's not a rule. That's an industry standard, but it's not a rule. Lots of people get their foot in the door with no listeners. Depends on the show. Doesn't, there's no magic formula to a good no. show. You're, you're no. a good show or you're not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, all these other places I've been focusing on for the last year have this formula. You have to do this, 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 and this, and then you'll get a good podcast. And this guy's going, no, in fact, yeah, that works. Sure. For the most part. But maybe it doesn't, you know. <laughs> um, very cool. Uh, you don't need all those listeners. You don't, the right person to hear a show or something like this, and they fucking they just they promote it to the right people, and all of a sudden, bam, it just fucking hit. Yeah, you just never know. The thing I like is more personable, and that's what he said, and that's what everybody says. Uh, it's more intimate than radio, which is the most intimate form of broadcasting. You have to really. Uh, touch your audience for them to want to listen to you on the radio. It's hard to keep their attention. Uh, Yes. Yeah, things twice as hard as radio because it's so easy for you to switch. Yeah. So you have to be very engaging, be very personal. You can't sit there and read a fucking script. And I wouldn't even know where to begin writing one for us. And we wouldn't stick to it if we had one. So... (laughs) (laughs) Like, heaven forbid we ever get a radio show. We're going to get fired the first week. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It'd be like the guys from Wayne's World trying to do network television. It's just not going to work. <laughs> but exciting stuff happening for us. Um, I spent the night researching us and researching uh, podcasting and just thinking we could actually stand a chance of doing something here. Um Especially because we're a few steps ahead of the game. We have all our own music, which a lot of podcasters don't. Um, yep. Luckily, we're musicians, so we can make our own music. Um, and uh, all the guys on Twitter that I've put out to that are on the uh, the Anchor tweet thing, I don't know what you call it, Anchor feed, uh, they, that offer still stands. I'm always available to write and record music for podcasts. So uh, you can reach me through all the usual channels um is it just me.com, uh, anything possible about simdiff.com. Um, uh, 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 pretty sure it's not me at gmail.com is the new email. 
Um, go to anchor.fm. Go to, go to any of the other emails that you have for us. Those are all still active. I just don't use them. Um, <laughs> I just like changing emails. Um, and uh, check out our show on uh, lots of different platforms. So there's some really neat ones out there. Podbean is fantastic. Uh, you don't have to subscribe. You can just listen, which is really neat and rare. Uh, same with Radio Public. Um, you don't have to be a subscriber. You can just listen. I did hear some disheartening news <laughs> that uh, iHeart has filed for bankruptcy. What? Yeah. I, I haven't had a chance to follow up on it, but apparently the iHeart uh, family, whatever they call themselves, they're, they're filing for bankruptcy. So I guess people oh, don't wow. hunt radio like they used to. Wow, that's fucking shocking. Well, I can imagine it's really difficult to compete. Because they are a radio station. And you can't compete with internet radio and uh, uh, podcasting. You just can't anymore. No, it's true. It's free. <laughs> it's free to make. It's free to listen. Uh, you, you can't. The people won this round. You, do you know who radio is good for right now? Radio is good for people who drive in cars that don't have access to plugging in their fucking uh, an MP3 or an iPod or whatever the fuck they got. That's almost true for now. Yeah. Uh, but Google Auto is a pretty wicked little thing. What the fuck is that? Uh, Google Auto is just like Google Home, but in your car. So as long as your phone is, or your device is uh, turned on and in your vehicle, it's pretty much totally automated. Um, you can run with, with totally hands-free operate your device. Um, complete operation of your, of your device, hands-free. Uh, you, don't, you don't even have to look at it. Um, I've tried it uh, just in my house. I, you know, I lied to it and said I was in a car. Um, <laughs> it's, it's very neat. Uh, all voice activated. <clears throat> and it, it responds really well. Uh, and you don't have to say the OK Google thing, which I hate. They need to get rid of that. Well, what, 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 in order to talk to them, you have to say OK Google? Well, on your device, um, if you want to use the, the Google equivalent of, um, what's her name, Siri, uh, yeah. you have to say OK Google, and then your phone will answer. I, and I feel like the biggest knob. I just, I, oh, no, I can't do it in public. And, OK Google. <laughs> Okay, Google, I'm ready to join the, the intranet. <laughs> yeah, I, I just feel like an idiot doing it. <laughs> um, I recorded my voice like eight different ways so I could like try to look funny while I did it. Okay, Google. Fuck <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, why not? <laughs> but I do like the voice activated thing. It's really cool when you're lazy. You're just too, you, can't, you don't want to get up and turn on your music and just go, okay, go to all play music. <laughs> and uh, it does. It's neat. Um, oh, yeah, uh, that's that's. I I like tech stuff. Hey, Google, send me stuff. Um, you have a new big office here, I think. Yeah, they do. Um, yes, they do. Send us stuff. I also tried to look up uh, Christian Slater's agent. Uh, didn't didn't get too far with that one. I did find several bogus ones online, which is I, just ridiculous. I don't understand. I don't get online scams. Who's still falling for them? Yeah, that's what I don't understand. Yeah, I mean, I don't know a lot of it, but yeah, that's just fucking weird. 
Yeah, I got wow. I I got uh, uh, a text today uh, via you. Oh, uh, it was an e-transfer through a text message. It was an e-transfer for forty-five dollars. Oh, um, no, obviously not legit. It was spelled wrong for one thing. Um, <laughs> and all the pictures, like you know, when you go into the e-transfer screen, and people watch out for this. Uh, it uh, it comes in the form of a refund from Rogers. Uh, now I don't deal with Rogers. There's, I've never given Rogers money. There's no need for Rogers to refund me any money. Um, that was the first clue. <laughs> I'm getting a refund from a company I've never dealt with. Yeah, you know, that's not going to happen. Uh, and I forget what was spelled wrong. Something really obvious was spelled wrong. I don't remember now. I'll send you the uh, the text. It's really funny. Uh, but I, I went to uh, try to email it to myself so that I could email it to Rogers. And yeah. Google would not forward the email. What? Uh, it, it, I guess Google, how great are they? Uh, they blocked it. They said this email has been blocked. Uh, this particular person is known for stealing information, or this URL or whatever it is is known for being used to steal information. So they know about it, and so they're not allowing you the option to be able to share it. Exactly. Yeah, which I guess is a good thing. But. That's fantastic. It looked a little shady. It, uh uh, like I said, I'll send it to you. It, looks, it just looks not sharp. Like it, it almost looks like screenshots of of real logos and stuff, like the Interact logo and shit like that. Uh, so anyone out there, if you get a refund from Rogers, um, maybe uh, be be weary of it, um, especially if you don't deal with Rogers. <laughs> yeah, it's your first fucking course. You know, I'm like, you know me. I hate forty five bucks. Yes. This is Rogers' mistake. Nah. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, next thing you know, Eric's broke, and so is everyone in his contact list. <laughs> uh, so I'm glad, really glad, Google's out there uh, listening and and watching in and and protecting me. As long as they're not taking pictures of me at night, that's, even then I don't really care. Yeah, uh, yeah. I still remember the first time I was ever up on. Uh, um, the fuck was I on? I was on my fucking, uh, I was on my phone, and a, a thing came through on Facebook saying, oh, did you know on your phone, you can, your phone's been tracking everywhere you've been, and I'm like, what the fuck? So I actually went and checked it out, and it had every fucking thing that I did, every place that I went. Yeah. Back for 24 hours, two days, a week, and every time I was, I had any form of a signal, it, you could, it would tell me where I was on the times. So I'm like, Jesus Christ. Right. See, the one thing I don't like, and now we, I can get transcriptions. I, I just go on my Google settings, and they will send me a transcript of any conversation I've ever had. That's handy, but weird. And um, the thing I don't like is you can turn off your location on your phone, and yeah. it can still track you. Yeah. Because I've always had the location turned off on my phone. I don't know why. It's just something I do. And uh, that that thing you just described, that still works. It's still tracking me. That's fucked. Yeah, I don't like that. I, I You should have the option. It should be very cut and dried. We're watching you or we're not. Like, like you should be able to, you should have that on-off switch. 
I, in my opinion. Is it just me, or should we have control over that? Yeah, I just, I just, I, I just, I'm literally, I'm actually speechless right now. Because I, frankly, I don't mind. I like, quite like that someone's watching me. Um, I think Britain's got it right. <laughs> uh, not many people agree with me on that, but uh, I, you know, I don't do anything wrong. This is this is funny, Eric. You you might find it funny, but I actually, I, I'm kind of with you on this. I partially agree to a, like, I think a big brother thing is, has its absolute advantages. Wow. Like, cameras <laughs> everywhere. You know, I just, I mean, I just think, you know, you're, you're in public. Yeah. So fuck you. you. Your right to privacy is fuck you, you're in public. Just for uh, uh, court hearings. Like, that's just evidence right there at your fingertips at all times. Yeah, photographic evidence of everything that's going on. The trials must be ridiculously easy. Well, that's just it. I mean, you'll be saving on everything. Court costs. Everything's, everything and absolutely everything in that sense would, like, crime would drop dramatically because you can't get away from anywhere. No. As soon as you do something wrong, you are on camera somehow leaving that property. And it is, it, it has proven itself. Like, there is, there's very little violent crime in England. Um, there's still the obvious, like, property crime and stuff. I mean, junkies are junkies. It doesn't matter what country you go to. Um, but, uh, yeah, it works. Oh, my God. That just reminded me of something. Hmm. Since you mentioned the U.K., so, you know, they've banned knives, right? they banned knives? Yeah, you know about this? I didn't know about this, no. Yeah. All forms of knives, aside from so far, aside from anything you keep in the kitchen, but you are not allowed to carry a knife on you in London. Okay. Okay, they've, they've made this bullshit rule. So, a guy, you, you, you'll fucking love this. A guy gets caught with a pocket knife on him while he was working on the job site. Okay. Or sorry, just off the job site. I, sh I should say sorry. He was, he was off property of the job site, but he had an actual pocket knife on him. Not like an exacto knife, but an actual pocket knife. Sure. Not rare for uh, Not workers. So he ends up getting fined like... What was it? 600 and something pounds. That's like 12 fucking hundred dollars to us. Uh, yeah, I'm actually working with an Irish guy right now. Who, uh, he said it's, it's yeah, it's, uh, $10 is around thirteen fifty at the moment. Oh, okay, so it's not double anymore. No. It used to be sitting, it used to be sitting double. Yeah, well, Brexit is fucking a lot up. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, but either way, it's a bunch of money. Then they find him like $44 or $45 for some separate fee. And then he also had to pay $85 for court costs as a court fee. Wow. Now, here's the most fucked up thing. You're going to love this. They never took his knife. He was fined the tickets and then told, it's okay, you can keep the knife because we know you need it for work. Uh, is he, does he work in the kitchen? 
he works for the construction guy. I'm confused now. <laughs> so he had a pocket knife. He had a pocket knife. A legal knife now. Yeah. But it's a, it's a work. He uses it for work. So it's a, technically a work tool. Right. Well, I was going to say, I mean, there's a, there's a good amount of jobs outside of a kitchen where you need a knife. Yeah, absolutely. Um... I use mine every fucking day. <laughs> as, as do I. I use actually a couple different ones. And in construction, yeah. I mean, you, you, it's your, it's almost. I work, in, I work in retail and I use pocket knives every day. Well, yeah, what about box cutters? Yeah, exactly. Box cutters are fine. Those aren't pocket knives. That's a tool. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's fucked. It makes absolutely no sense. No, that seems a little ridiculous. Yeah. Especially if they yeah, give it back to you. But yeah, but they don't even end up confiscating it from this particular guy. They just find the shit out of him and then don't even bother taking the quote-unquote weapon. Because they know he uses it for work and needs it for work, so... I don't know. I don't know what to say. That's, uh, that seems a little weird. I, I'm not sure. I don't know a lot about British law, but that seems like a weird one. Oh, fuck British law. That's just a fucked up law in general. Like, the fact that that decision can even be made, it's contradictory to itself. It makes no sense. Well, they did it with guns. Yeah, but they got rid of guns. They totally got rid of guns. And if they fucking get caught with a gun, they're not going to let you keep the fucking thing. Probably not. No. What's the point? What's the point in charging somebody with something if you're going to let them keep it? You don't charge the guy for possession of weed and then let him keep it. Ah, uh, that's true. Um, you don't charge a person for drinking in public for open alcohol and let him keep a fucking drink. Oh, I'm going to challenge that one next time. Well, uh, but that's a, another conversation. I, you know, it's funny. We were, we were on this last night. And I don't want to get back on it by any means. But uh, my father, one time, uh, being arrested on a a drunk driving charge, attacked the police uh, with a rake that they took away from him. And Holy then, shit. And then uh, with a shovel, like a spade shovel, Yeah. they managed to get that away from him. And then he went at them with a little tiny baseball bat I had. I was about seven or eight years old at the time. I had this little mini wooden baseball bat. <laughs> they returned the two garden tools when he went to jail to my mother. But yeah. they, they had to destroy the bat as a deadly weapon. Oh, come on. The two sharp metal garden tools were fine. The bat is a deadly weapon. An eight-year-old's fucking baseball bat. Yeah, is a deadly it's about bat. half the size of a real baseball bat. But it was real wood. It was uh, whatever they are, Sherwood. What, I don't know. What's the big guy? Uh, the slugger. The Louisville. Louisville slugger. Yeah. yeah. It's like a little mini Louisville slugger. Um, yeah, just funny that that was the dangerous weapon. Laws, laws, it doesn't matter what country you're in. Laws are just weird sometimes. Because idiots make them. Yeah. Um, exactly. Look at our Senate. Uh, when Patrick Brazo blew open the doors on the Senate when he got busted on all his coke charges and stuff, and you look at this group of people, they're the... the, the uh, Chamber of Sober Second Thought, and they're all a bunch of retards. They've never spent a day in the real world. Do you, do you know who uh, Marion Barry is? Of course. Who does yeah. it? Uh, yeah. The infamous fucking mayor of uh, uh, Washington. Yeah, the guy who he, uh, caught with 
Hooker is a crack. He made Rob Ford look good. Yeah, and that's impressive. And he got reelected. Yeah, that's the best part. That's that's amazing. Um, he was an interesting guy. He had an open door policy, where uh, one day a week you could just walk into his office and talk to him. Um, oh, really? Yeah. He, uh, he, well, I forget, I think it was Thursdays or something like that. It was just an open door, and you got like 10 minutes with him. Anybody could just walk up. The lineups were huge every time. That's incredible. Um, but he, he wanted to listen to his people. He was probably high as shit, but... Yeah, that's probably why he did it. Way to kill those kill five with the buzz. Yeah, way to get his dealer in without anybody noticing. Yeah, yeah, that's... yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to have a thousand other people to come in, too. It'll just look like normal. <laughs> Because that way we won't stand out. <laughs> just stand in this lineup and pretend like you're talking to me and then give me a bunch of crack. And just give me some crack. Brilliant. I'll crack for the bitches. <laughs> I am, uh, yeah, it, it just, it, and he was Washington. I first, why did I have New York in my mind? No, nah, he was Washington. That's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a something special. Just everybody, keep this in mind. 2021 is right around the corner. Um, and I will be running. Uh, and I will be deadly serious. Uh, and that's, hey, uh, that's election day. is tomorrow. It's right here in Vancouver. So everybody in Vancouver, get out and vote tomorrow. Uh, unfortunately, you can't, well, you can vote for me. Uh, you're going to have to add my name to the ballot. It's happened before. <laughs> um, feel free to do that uh, anybody in Vancouver uh, that 50% of my audience which was last night 5 people so all 2.5 of you feel free to add my name to the ballot <laughs> it'll send a message <laughs> that point five, you can only add half my name but. just just Eric <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I think uh, I think my boy Kennedy Stewart's gonna run away with it. I'll uh, I'll post the clip of him uh, talking to me this summer uh, on this episode because I think he's gonna be our mayor tomorrow, and uh, I hope he does a good job. I, I I he has my full support at this point. Um, I hope he doesn't fuck it up because he'll hear about it in three years. Um, there's it's been an interesting run uh, uh obviously you're not following it there but you have mun uh, municipal elections going on as well do you not yeah we do i'm not um i will be voting because i'm very ill-informed yeah i don't really know anything not just even about the people but i actually know absolutely nothing about the process here i don't know who's running for what and what's considered a word and a where and a who the what the i not i don't know fucking and I'm going to say something that I'm quashing, uh, not just in my political career, but uh, socially. Um, I'm putting an end to this bullshit idea that if you don't vote, you don't have a say. Um, that's bullshit. Everybody has a say. Not everybody can vote. I don't think uh, uh, wasting a vote is, a, is the way to go. I think not voting is a, a form of protest, uh, in my case, anyway. Um, I will not vote for the lesser of two evils. I, I don't think that's right yeah. um and they say oh you, if you don't vote you don't have a say no fuck you yes i do uh that's what we talked about last night that's what that's what those kids died for uh we yeah. all have a say so sorry that's democracy uh everybody gets a say um absolutely i i i think the more people who vote the better chances we have of affecting real change 
Um, but do you want to know, like I said, do you want to know the only time in the world that it's, you can say to somebody, you didn't vote, you don't have a say. There's only one scenario where that fact is absolutely true. Okay. And that's if, um, when the vote came out, if the, if either it was an exact tie or one guy only won by one vote, yeah, then you can say it. Then you can say you don't have a say because you could have been the deciding vote. Imagine if they knew. Imagine if they could pinpoint the guy. Yeah. It was going to be your vote. Your vote would have made oh. the difference. Oh, the pressure. <laughs> I didn't think. That's a great thought. <laughs> Imagine how you you would be courted by politicians if you were the swing vote. Yeah. Oh, you'd just be on a yacht. Oh, yeah. Whatever you want. Hey, living the fucking life. Hey, you can't drink in public. Well, I believe that I can. Yeah. <laughs> if you want my vote, you better fucking drink in public. I think you might want to go check the books on that one. <laughs> hey, you can't do that here. Oh, actually, those words don't apply to me ever. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It's so cool that you think they do, but no. That would be cool. Yeah, so, and, hey, guys, uh, anybody who's paying attention, uh, you don't want to be that guy. So uh, get out and vote, as many of you as possible. Uh, don't, bring, don't let it be between one vote. Gregor Robertson won by, like, 300 votes or something retarded. Um, literally. It was in the, in, in the very low hundreds. Uh, and that's just laziness. He, 10% of the city voted for him. Well, voted at all. Um, the majority of, uh, well, 40% of 10% of the city voted for him. That's embarrassing. You don't vote. It's not that hard. They set up uh, like polling stations. There's literally one like every two blocks. There's no reason not to. And you get time off work, paid time off work, three hours to go two blocks. Yeah, they, sure? yeah, they legally have to give you three hours to to vote. I don't know. Yeah, that's not provincial. I think that's a, that's a, well, it might be provincial. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, we uh, we uh, learned that uh, working at Dick's Lumber, and obviously we all took advantage of it. I don't think any of us voted. <laughs> but you get three hours off in the middle of the afternoon. Why not? Um, yeah. We'll do something. <laughs> we didn't all go together, unfortunately. It's not like they can just shut the place down. Uh, but, yeah. Oh, someone's getting beat. Oh, there's a oh. beating going down on the street here. Oh. oh, I don't know what he did. I heard some yelling behind me, and now there's two people chasing another person, and they just dropped him on the ground. It's Friday in Vancouver. I bet you it's got something to do with the election. No, it doesn't. Um <laughs> And fucking much without fucking Well, sir. We uh, don't have a hell of a lot to say tonight, do we? Uh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I, you know, it's been such just a whirlwind week for me. And I am trying to uh, spend as much of my spare time as I can uh, working toward uh, building our brand and, and uh, continuing with all that. I'm trying to record a new guy this weekend. Another rapper. I know these rappers tend to gravitate towards me. I mean, um, good. It's great. I, 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 I don't mind. This, this, another guy seems very talented. Um, 
I don't know much about him. He's a little bit crazier. He's he's American. Um, and I think he's he's pretty real, from what I can tell. Or he's a damn good actor. Yes. Uh, so he could be he could be the one. I I say that about all of them, but he could be the one. <laughs> I say that all, but it's true. And hey, guys, I I need it. I do. Hey, if any of you guys are listening, all four of you could be the one. He's the fucking Wu Tang if y'all got together. Yeah. Oh, I never even thought of that. I could build my Wu Tang. Right. Oh. This is why I keep you around. That's right. That never <laughs> even crossed my mind. And they're, they're still. I don't understand. I, I I didn't get the uh, philosophy of Wu Tang, but it's still very much a thing. Oh yeah, absolutely. I've. I'm not personally. I'm not even that big of a fan of it myself either. I um, thought that all died with ODB, but uh, apparently not. No, I fucking loved old Dirty Bastard. Yeah, everybody loved Dirt McGirt. He was awesome. Um, but yeah, I thought that whole kind of thing just disappeared, and I guess the young kids are really into it. Um, yeah. that, that because that gives me hope. For, for the future of music, frankly. Because um, if something as powerful as Wu-Tang can still survive, then uh, so, can, so can rock and roll. You know, uh, I can say this now since the, the company is uh, virtually all shut down, but um, Weeds, the fucking dispenser I used to work out, uh, work out out in fucking BC, now they were in the process of doing a, uh, a deal with a real to have a reality show where Wu-Tang was going to visit and hang out in, uh, you know, the weed store. In the North Van store. Yeah. The, one of them was the North Van store. Wow. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think. It was the North Van store and two of the stores over in the city. Um, yeah, they're actually going to go and they come in and hang out and smoke weed and, you know, talk fucking weed. <laughs> now, how did weeds not survive? They seemed like uh, a growing brand. They were the largest, largest chain in Canada. I don't understand how they didn't survive this. That makes me really think it was just a conspiracy to get rid of dispensaries. Yeah. Um, um, pretty much they, uh, the whole thing is all because they just, they just, every time that they applied for their, whatever it is, their certificate, whatever the fuck they need, uh, they was just, they just kept denying it. But they followed the rules better than anyone, because if I remember, when they first opened that North Van location, they didn't even sell weed. No, the first year they didn't sell weed at all. Because they weren't allowed, and they were very strict about that. That's when I was dating our friend, uh, who I lived with briefly, and she used to take me there daily just to look at bongs and shit. Yeah, that must have been fun for you. Oh, it was a blast. I love that stuff. <laughs> now, you will do anything. It doesn't matter. When a hot girl might sleep with you, you will do damn near anything and pretend you like it. Yeah, it's true. Um, 
God, I spent more time at Park Royal in those two months than I've ever in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> Pretending I gave a shit. Yeah. I don't care what you're trying on. I'm just picturing you without it. Yeah, I'm picturing you taking it off. <laughs> uh, it's funny. We are we're we're sad creatures. We really are. I I do it. I, I still do it to this day. I, you know, I I will indulge any ridiculous conversation on the off chance that some good may come of it. <laughs> and I'll agree with all. Oh God, I sit through palm readings and <laughs> uh, whatever <laughs> crazy tarot card readings. Yeah, is it uh, tell you the fucking future? Because that was accurate. Oh, yeah. Well, apparently, my lifeline is very impressive. <laughs> but that's because it's on my penis. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, you just read the veins? <laughs> Let me show you something. <laughs> I'll start out like a future can grow. <laughs> I don't understand. It's just phrenology. It's modern phrenology. What's phrenology? Where they, it was a, an actual legitimate medical practice where they studied the bumps on your head. They could tell things about your personality from the bumps on your head. Uh, and you, you can find phrenology charts where they, they, they show you, you know, if, you're, if you have a prominent bump here and a dip here, then you're this kind of a personality. And it's a complete sham, obviously. <clears throat> um, it was balderdash. You're smoking a joint. I am, and it's killing me. Uh, that's the legal marijuana. Oh my god! Uh, Have you purchased the government marijuana yet? No. Do you intend to? Um. I mean, I don't know. I'm kind of against it, so I don't know. Yeah. I don't think anybody cares. No one, uh, well, like you said last night, no one here would anyway, but uh, I think in general, I get the sense nobody gives a shit. The only thing, so here's the thing. The truly, the only really true advantage of having the weed shop right now over buying it in the street is, well, there's two. Number one, you do know that it's been tested. So you know it's clean. You don't have to worry about anybody chucking shit on it. So it, that's, that's good. Although extremely rare when it happens, but nonetheless, it's still a good thing. Right. But the biggest thing is at least now you know what you're going to be smoking. Is it an indica? Is it a hybrid? Is it sativa? Sativa dominant? Is it You know the type of high you're going to get. Then now when you're buying bud, you just don't know. Right. Yeah. Um, you buy it for a guy like me who really needs it for sleep. I don't like smoking sativas during the day, really. I mean, like, you know, I'll do it, whatever. But, like, I'm not fanatic of it, really. Well, that would be the equivalent of buying a a big black bottle and you don't know if it's vodka or beer. Yeah. That's just, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, and it's frustrating because when you're talking even medically for it, that's a very important thing because if you give a person with anxiety and you give them a sativa, you're going to make their situation fucking worse. No, of course. You give them an indica, it's going to calm them down. It's going to keep it all right. It's going to stop it from having a flare-up. I still can't believe that the, they've shit the bed on the edible thing. That's going to bug me. Uh, but oh. um, I think we can put this conversation to rest this week. Um, yeah. I don't think there's much of a story here. Definitely not as much as I hope there would be. 
No, um, no. I'm just so utterly. I just. Why? Put a fucking picture up! Jesus Christ! Who doesn't put a fucking picture of the product? <laughs> but that was knowing what the fuck it looks like. <laughs> I only do that with hookers. He's dead! Fuck! I prefer Does not it? to know what my hooker looks like. Just give me whatever. <laughs> I like it. It's always a gamble. <laughs> you no. show up with things on at night specifically so you can't see them clearly? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That would be... Oh, my God. Okay, what am I going to do here? Okay, I know. I have a plan. Okay. I'm trying to... I, I am deciding. I'm on a budget until Monday. Yeah. So, you know, I have to be careful. Um. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do, Gordon. What's your weekend looking like? Let's, let's bore the people with that for a few minutes. Okay. Um, well, I'm working. Okay. So that's, uh, working, yep. I get Friday, Friday, Sunday, so I'm working all three days. Um, yeah, so it's uh, this, uh, my, my new boss, um, I don't have permission from her to use her name, so I'm not going to use her name. Good. Uh, she, yeah, she's a, she's a really nice lady. Um, she has so much different knowledge. Like, she's got the prognosis. She knows how to sell. She's a communication specialist. Uh, she's got some amazing fucking credentials. And, uh, like, we're talking marketing and big stuff marketing. And we we're, every time when I mention something, she's like, yeah, you get it. That's good. We oh, can wow. utilize So, you know, it's just there's, there's a lot that we can learn together. And with my big mouth and her suave, this could be pretty lucrative for business because watching her work is very impressive. So that's cool. I'm yeah. really, I, I'm really happy. I was, I was a little nervous at first cause she is a different type of personality. She's a little, she's very soft spoken. She's not a soft person. In oh, the sense, but I like that. Yeah. So very soft, like very, very soft, very relaxing voice. My God, I could listen to her tell me a story. That's great. Oh, yeah. Three eggs and ham, and I just fucking nuzzle up and fall asleep. I'm um, gonna have to muffin. I'm gonna have to meet this woman. She sounds fantastic, yeah. right? Yeah, she's great. I, I do like her. Um, so she's giving me a very intense crash course on uh, on what needs to be done and how we're gonna do it and the timeline and. Basically, the timelines that I was setting for myself for, you know, until I'm, here's, I should be, in the point of me getting really good by this point, I literally got to call that into like a third. Really? Yeah. Wow. I was thinking four to six months, and she's like, and I, you've got like, you've got like three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> and the next week and a half, she's expected to be able to run the store on my own in a week and a half. So it's going to be interesting because I got to find out how everything is done in that store, how they do things, um, where things are stored because you got to scan all the time. It's it, there's a lot of stuff. I there's a lot of shit I got to fucking try to take in over the next fucking two weeks. And I have the exact opposite. <laughs> I have the world's most boring job. Um, there's nothing to it. Um. I uh, imagine 
But what I did today, I, I wanted to put this into terms, and I was thinking how I could explain it to you. Um, you remember doing replen with your buddy Joan? Uh, of course. Imagine doing replen all day, but every all the quantities are perfect and everything is exactly where it's supposed to be all the time. God, that should be so easy. It's ridiculous. And yet you were still picking the wrong thing today. Impressive, my friend. I was very upset. I was not paying attention. <laughs> um, the the not getting paid for what I'm doing thing. Yeah, it makes me want to pay less attention to what I'm doing. And uh, all the numbers are similar. <laughs> that, that's what an idiot would say. So I'll, I'll use an idiot's excuse. I mean, I I, I pick B07 instead of A07 occasionally. Yeah. They're side by side on the shelf. It's going to happen once or twice. Yeah. Uh, it's not like I'm like I'm picking hundreds of, of items all day. It goes quite quickly, actually. Um, that's good. At least it's not a fucking boring job in the sense of being super slow. No, uh, you're busy. Uh, you know, people love their auto parts. Um, the, the, uh, I like the volume of sales is ridiculous. I could only imagine what this company is worth. Yeah. Um, yeah, they got a lot of money. They could be paying you a lot more money. They, they could also pay you with something automatic, too, so. <laughs> yeah, well, once they start paying me anything, I'll be happy. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> but the wage is, uh, you know, you're, I I believe honestly the wage is fair uh, for the that type of work. It's uh, it's very low. It's like less than fourteen dollars an hour. Um, but uh, you, that's that's all I'm worth right now for what I do. <laughs> And I always, that's how I approach a job. I always give, you know, if you're paying me 20 bucks an hour, I'm going to give you what I think is $20 an hour worth of work. Um, yeah. And right now, I, I, if they, I feel like I was stealing if they weren't paying me that much. See, for me, it's funny. I just, like, you know, my first two jobs, in the market, the first was working in the kitchen at the dishwasher, which was only two weeks, but I was 14 years old, and I worked my ass off fucking 10 hours a night, five nights a week. At 14, they were going to school. Right. It was insane. I mean, these are full-time hours, five days a week. Uh, you know, but you were, I, I, I learned a very hard fucking work ethic during all that, and then working for my parents, they owned a monument company. And, uh, yeah, uh, so yeah, for those that don't know, yeah, I come from a family of death. Hi. Um, so, uh, working for there, the foreman there, he openly stated to me the day I got the job, and he said, you're the boss's son, you got to work twice as fucking hard as anybody to prove why you should be given the job and not somebody else. So, he worked the shit out of me, and it lasted for fucking years. So, yeah. I've seen that happen to a lot of bosses, kids, or relatives. It's unfortunate. Yeah, um, I mean, but you know what, though? I, as much as I couldn't stand a man for the, most of that process, and he was just fucking brutal to me for a lot of the time, no one time, he pulled a prank on me once. You know what the motherfucker did? No. This is fucking nuts. So, 
he sits down and he tells me, he says, okay, we're putting this fucking, um, it's, it's called a marker. It's the, it's the stone that's just flat in the ground. Take this one, it's big, it's fucking 18 inches by 24 inches by 4 inches thick. It's a big slab of flat. It's a pretty big chunk of granite. Um, and he says, you need to sit on top of it for a minute, he goes, to get it, to make sure it stays level when we pick it up. I wasn't really thinking, because I'm still in sort of training. I'm like, yeah, all right. So I do it. And then he takes me in the, on the fucking crane, because he gets it all level, gets me off the ground. And then all of a sudden, he yanks me up, and he sticks me at the highest extension of the thing. I'm like fucking 30 feet in the air. And it's windy. And this motherfucker went inside and ate lunch. He was in there for fucking over 20 minutes. Oh, that's hilarious. I'm hanging up there like a fucking asshole. It was fucking terrifying. That's too funny. Yeah, so that was his idea of pranking me. That's a good one. We actually did that to a kid at Dick's Lumber. We duct taped the, or we didn't duct it. We shrink wrapped him to the top of a flagpole. Yeah, but at least you're safe there. And then we all went for beers. <laughs> you thought we were kidding until we just. Then we just didn't come back. Oh, he was mad. <laughs> yeah, they tend to be like that. Ah, <laughs> uh, good, good, good. Oh, pranking your coworkers always fun, but at least the guy. Yeah, I I hope it was intended in fun. <laughs> it would have been less probably fun if he had done that to you every day. You trust me, it only ever happened. It only ever happened the once. So because that was just your daily thing. Oh, screen time. Yeah. <laughs> now, I would not fucking run. I almost fucking hit him that day. I was so pissed. I can't wait to be old so I can do things like that to people. See, I just, I'm not that, I, I can't pass that on. There's not, that was, I get a good prank and all, but when you're putting a guy's life on the line, like, the wrong strong stuff to win, if that thing hit, that thing keeps it to the foot. That's true. And I would have been gone. And I would have died, because that would have fucked me up if I hit the ground, so... Well, I for one am glad you didn't. Yeah, me too. Um, I'm quite thankful for that. I'm I'm happy you're not dead. Most days I can say that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of people that would, you know, say that as well. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm not dead on most days. <laughs> I'm, I'm probably glad I could go about 50-50 if you really pulled everyone who knew me. Uh <laughs> Those numbers had come in pretty close. Uh, <laughs> shut up! Go get it! Go stop crime! <laughs> um, sorry. <laughs> the police are driving up and down, kicking all the vendors off Hastings, selling their stuff. Oh, uh, really? They do that? Oh, they do that, yeah. They bust it up uh, a few times a day. And they're just on the they don't even get out of their vehicles. They drive around with the megaphone and pack up their things. Jesus Christ, eh? And this is my problem with them. I go stop a crime somewhere. What the hell? Um, now, although I did find out it is actually illegal uh, in Vancouver to, to obstruct the sidewalk for any reason. Uh, and that's how they're getting away with harassing people all day. Um, but uh, in the long run, like, there's a rash of murders going on in Abbotsford right now. Like, go, go look at that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, the, the 420, uh, they were saying, well, they just didn't have the manpower to spare on 420 to go write the fines for everyone breaking the law. There was 10 fucking cops on this street all day. In this <laughs> two-block stretch, 10 cops in five cars driving up and down. 
One of them couldn't sneak away. They issue one of the 40,000 lawbreakers a ticket. Hi. Wow. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> saw someone I knew. She looks good. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. It, it bugs me when, uh, when I see cops wasting manpower like that and then complaining that they don't have the resources. Well, your resources are being wasted harassing people who are trying to make a buck. And uh, yes. I, I would say maybe half are actually, you know, legitimately selling their own belongings. Um, Is that high? No, I'm trying to be nice. Oh, okay. It, most of it's stolen. But <laughs> 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 uh, well, it's always a, you know it's a, you always know where your stolen stuff is. If something gets stolen, you get, you got a good chance of buying it back. It is usually I'm assuming it because it's on the street and stolen. It, the price points are pretty decent then. They're generally uh, for for new merchandise. It's one third of the sticker price. On anything? Yeah. Oh, thank you. Oh. What'd she give you? Uh. Hmm. Can that be? Ooh, said? ooh, hang on. Uh. Hang on. Oh, wait a minute, uh, folks. We might have a development in our weekend here. <laughs> uh. Sorry, no phone. Shoot me an email. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> well. Alright. Jen. I, I I didn't know her name. <laughs> I didn't know I don't have to ask. I she just got it basically slipped me her number, but it says I don't have a phone. Email me. And it just says interested. <laughs> oh wow. Well I'll be damned. <laughs> well done, sir. That's amazing. I'm pretty impressed. I've met this girl all of three times. Um, and the first time was when I had the uh, face. <laughs> so well, she's seen you at your sort of worst, so that's, that's good. She's seen me at my worst. Um, I'm not totally convinced she's not insane. Um. But we had a good discussion about Porno for Pyros last time we talked, so. Oh, I saw the rise, eh? Really? Yeah. I love They're Porno for Pyros, which is funny because I'm not a James Addiction fan. I am a James Addiction fan, and I did very much enjoy Porno for Pyros. Uh, yeah, I saw them on tour for, the very first, for their first album. That must have been really great. They played the album just the way the album was laid out. Oh, they I've always it. wanted a band to do that. Yeah, it was great. I fucking loved it. Uh, the coolest thing about it, by the way, was that they um, during the show, it was like a theatrics uh, going on. They actually had like little plays. These, oh, that'd uh, be cool. Between songs, so like, all the little acting stuff, they actually uh, basically explained what, what's going on with the album. That's really neat. It was cool. It was really fucking cool. It was, it was, uh, I was, uh, blown away by the whole experience. I'd never seen anything like that at that point, because uh, I'd never seen Pink Floyd yet. Right. And I have to say, but there is more going on. I mean, Pink Floyd, it's all about the lights now, but yeah. it was kind of like, it was almost like watching, um, 
Roger Waters does the wall. Right, yeah. Stuff like that I really enjoy. It's too bad that um, 30 Seconds to Mars is so terrible because their shows are like that. They're amazing. Really, eh? Uh, their live shows are like, that's what uh, uh, Jared Leto, he goes to Hollywood and he makes a big movie and then he takes all his millions of dollars and just blows it on these ridiculous stage shows that are incredible. Uh, but the music's kind of lame. Disappointing. Huh. I don't know if you, uh, do you know them at all? Um, do I? I don't know, that's a good question. They're, uh, they I sound a lot like, uh, oh, what was that, those, uh, that emo band that was really, uh, My Chemical Romance. Oh, uh, okay. They sound like that. Um, okay. I like, I've heard the band, I just don't really know, I couldn't say anything about them. Oh, their stage shows, it's, it's like, uh, just gigantic. They're like big Vegas-style shows, but really interesting. I could see you and I doing that. Having great yeah. stage shows. That was the that was the only thing that ever attracted to me to uh, Ashes of Purgatory was the the theatrics of it, and the costumes, and, and they just got yeah. better and better as the year progressed. Um, the live the the real goat's head on stage, I think, probably crossed the line, but <laughs> only because of the smell. <laughs> well, you know. If you ever spent 10 days in a car with Chris Reaper, uh, you'd, you'd be burying your nose in a go tent, I'll tell you. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> that was <pretty> great. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, I'm sure they burned that Prius. That wasn't a Prius. What the hell did we, I don't it's remember. I never saw it. It was, uh, not a Camry. Little Toyota hatchback. Anyway, oh, not yeah. important. Was it a Civic? No, no, that's a Honda. Oh, it's a Honda. Toyota, I don't know. It's a little tiny Toyota, anyway. Okay. $700. <laughs> our, whole, our whole budget. That's something that we, if we're ever going to compare stories. That's, that's one just for, for the history books. We toured Canada for 10 days on $7. <laughs> That's amazing. We literally left Vancouver with seven dollars and made it home alive. That's incredible. Um, there were some scary days, but uh, yeah, that'd be a fun. I've always wanted to uh, do uh, an episode of the show where I just tell that story because it was a pretty epic tour story. Well, here's you know what I have. So I love epic stories, as you know. Yes. Um, you tell that you tell that one, and I'll tell my uh, Vegas story. That would be great. You know what I was thinking? Um, I I don't really have a season per se. I never that never crossed my mind to have a season that ends. But uh, if if we did, I think we would be wrapping up for the season right about now. Um, and clearly, you know, neither of us are are really tuned in at the moment. And I don't see that changing by the next time we podcast. So that might be a good idea for the next episode. Just a fun, fun thing where we tell some stories. So I can buy it back. That'll be, that'll be a fucking good show. I'll tell my tour one. You tell yours. We can, uh, it's a good one. Uh, and I'm really interested, actually, because I, I thought of making uh, almost a one-man show out of it. Fuck yeah. I'm in. All right. Um... <laughs> Because, yeah, I was going to suggest uh, before the end of this episode that we take a break, um, maybe uh, at least for the weekend. Uh, it's been a, a very awesome 
productive week, but uh, I don't know that I have a lot more entertaining to say unless we go that route. I yeah, I agree. We've we've covered quite a bit of stuff, and I think we're starting to rehash too much of it. A little bit, <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and this is just a conversation that doesn't need to be had. So I'm going to just say goodnight to everybody. Thanks for paying attention to us. Um, Gord, you and I can keep talking off the air if you like, but uh, this is just, uh, you know, wasting, wasting precious bandwidth here. <laughs> I got you. Uh, this is all the stuff they cut off speaker every time I don't pay my bill. <laughs> Uh, funny enough, they cut, they hacked my show completely and left ours alone. Uh, yeah, that's fucking weird. Because our, our, our show is a separate show on Spreaker. Um, and, uh, yeah, that, that, that's full, full steam ahead. And, but my little show gets hacked every time I don't pay. I think they just don't like me or you work <laughs> there. I'm not sure what you, um, but Spreaker yep. also located in New York City. So when we go on our road trip down to the Anchor Studio, which Anchor, if you're listening, uh, in his um, <laughs> subtle, we'll, we'll swing by. Uh, we'll swing by. Visit the boys at Spreaker too. Um, Absolutely. I am trying to muster up support on uh, Twitter, but it's difficult because we don't have details yet. So. Uh, uh, it is the holiday season. I'm sure planning a road trip is going to be difficult for both of us. Uh, but uh, starting in the new year, I think that's something we should actually seriously consider. I fully agree. Because I would imagine it's not too far from you, is it, New York? No, not really. I think I can drive there in, like, three hours. Yeah, see, that's ridiculous. You can't even drive across Vancouver in three hours. Yeah. No, that's just because the traffic sucks. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm excited about this. I was actually talking about it at length today. Um, I really hope this isn't the episode my coworker decided to listen to. I've got a coworker. I didn't say I'd plug his show, but I'll plug his show. He's got a YouTube show. Uh, it is called uh, Cosmata. Um, I don't know what it is. It's a YouTube show. He's an RC guy. It's probably weird. But I, I said I'd watch his show if you listen to ours. So uh, if you're bored tonight and you want to check out something on YouTube, check out Cosmata. Um, in the meantime, I'm going to say goodnight, everybody. Uh, I'm going to take the weekend off, kids. I might do a little something on Spreaker with some music and stuff. And uh, Gordon and I will be back where we trade uh, war stories on our next episode. I think that's an awesome idea. I'm very excited about it. That'll be fun. I don't know when that's happening. It's uh, basically whenever you want, Gordon. You know I'm always here for you. Um, yeah. I'll just have to... I mean, there's a very high chance I actually will probably be available tomorrow night. Okay. Well, if, if it's as early as tomorrow, great. That means really no one recorded and release it after. Like, you know, like, wait a little bit to release it? Yeah, we can do that, too. Yeah. That's a good idea. So give a bit of a build-up and give them something to wait for, and, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll do a good storytelling. I like that. I'll do, I'll do a commercial for it tonight. There you go. <laughs> I've, been wait, I've been itching it for a reason to do another one. Uh, so I'm going to go look for, uh, I believe it was Jen. Yeah. Uh, you enjoy your work. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. And, uh, we will hopefully run into each other again tomorrow night. Yeah.
I'll let you know. I'll keep it close to what's going on. Sure. Uh, uh, it's really no pressure. I'm doing a tremendous amount of nothing tomorrow. So. Okay. Um, yeah, everybody, thanks for listening. Uh, write us, phone us, email us, do whatever. Get in touch with us. Please give me something to play on the air so that these advertisers think we're cool. And, uh, you know, that that comes with prizes and and gifts and and constant adulation from us on every episode. So uh, do it on behalf of somebody and we'll, we'll, you know, send us a message. Say, hey, uh, I'm sending you this message so you can talk about my friend who is awesome and we'll do that. Uh, Something like that. You know, whatever you want, I'll say it. Um, (laughs) Just write me something. I'm going to go. I got no qualms with any of this. Fucking give us something. And I will check tonight. Uh, Christian Slater, always good, buddy. You know, pick up that phone. Um, Thank you, buddy. (laughs) And uh, until next time, take care of each other. (laughs) Have a good night, everybody. Wow. That was fun. That was fun. It's always fun. That's the thing. That's why people like us. That's true. (laughs) I'll probably edit that out. Yeah. Apparently they made uh, there was a tweet today about how they made the anchor editing thing easier. So I'll try that again. There you go. Okay, that's cool. Uh, I guess a bunch of people complained about it because uh, it's not easy. Um, it's a big buffet. Yeah, well they're good at that, and uh, <laughs> god damn it, they're not treating us good. That's true. Got no complaints. And if it wasn't for you and not being able and me not being able to uh, talk to you any other way, I probably wouldn't have went back to them. So, yes, no, yeah, it's true. For the one-man show, the speaker is the way to go. It's just so easy and user-friendly, and but they don't do the. You're, you're, it's up the the distribution's up to you. Yeah. Um. And that's the part that I think we're benefiting from the most. So. Uh, if yeah, I had my way, that's, we would be lacking that because I would have stuck with them. But I, I, that could all change when I get the computer because I do want to try them in the Skype thing and the, the live podcast. That's going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, right there, this, the console is built so that you can uh, text message while you do it. Uh, that's perfect. So your listeners can constantly be texting uh, throughout the show and it pops up on the on the. It looks like a recording studio, like a fake recording studio, and uh, like a like a radio console. That's amazing. Uh, with even it's got two little fake tape decks that you have to load. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, it's really cool. Thing. And uh, then it, and it's all Skype compatible, so you and I can do what we do, but on Skype, which is neat. Um, and free. Yeah. Not that this isn't, but. Uh, it's a pain in the ass uh, going through the call recorder, and then I have to change the format because it doesn't. Uh, Anchor doesn't play our recorded call, so I have to put it through a file format changer, and then I have to take that and edit it. And it's a lot of work. Oh, it is a lot of work. Um, that's why people don't do it themselves. They they have staffs. <laughs> Suckers. You know. <laughs> Joe Rogan doesn't sit around till 3 a.m. trying to get his phone to work, I'm sure. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure he does. Uh, <laughs> but, hey, who knows? Maybe we'll be able to hire somebody. 
someday. I don't know. I think yeah, I wouldn't well, want to. I kind of like having control over everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, the day I had a staff, I wouldn't know what to do with them. They'd, I'd probably just pay them to go away. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here? I'm your staff. Before they wait for me, here's 20 bucks. <laughs> That's why I wasn't good in retail. I did everything. And people, well, you have to direct your staff. No, they get in my way and they slow me down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they make mistakes and then I have to fix them. So I end up doing the work anyway. It's better if I just do the work. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, but they don't like it that way. No, they suck. We should actually, what's that kid up to? We should get Manny to produce our show, damn it. Yeah, what, what, do you, you haven't talked to him in a while, huh? No, I haven't talked to him in years. Oh, fuck. I don't even have his number anymore because my fucking phone, uh, my last fucking phone I had in D.C. fucked up, and I lost all my contacts. I wonder how I can track him down. He'd be perfect. Yeah, maybe would do a great job. He'd have fun. I wonder how to get a hold of him. Now, I, I ran into him at Chat Mall one time, and it was a weird... I don't know. He was all high. Man. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. uh, and that was the last I saw him. Because I don't go to North Van anymore unless I'm going to see my daughter. Yeah. Um, there's really no reason to. There's nothing no. there. Like it's a, once you move downtown, you realize uh, how lame North Van actually is. It's very quiet. <laughs> which I love, which I appreciated when I first moved there. I love the fact that it's so close to the city. You can get down here in forty minutes, but uh, you can get away from it when you want to. Yeah, that it's was, true. I actually, I really enjoyed North Bay. I love the peace, the quiet. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed that part of it. I liked, uh, I liked having uh, just a, you could escape, like crossing that bridge. You feel very out of the city. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, but for the for the first little while, I felt trapped too. I always had it in the back of my mind that those two little bridges are the only way to get off that damn thing. If those, you know, if those two bridges go, you're stuck. Yeah, that's true. There's a logging road that goes up through Squamish. I don't know how much that helps. Like you well, know, everything would re- everything would rely on the sea bus. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, they'd have to bring in, like, fairies quickly. <laughs> Which, I, that's something we should figure out on the show. That'd be a good episode. I don't understand. And ask anyone from any other country with water. No one gets why we have one fairy. Like, yeah, I, I, I was talking to this Australian girl. There's, like, a dozen of them in a size this, that the Seabot crosses. Um, and they go all different directions and stuff. No one can explain why there's only one here. Like, there should be ones that go from North Van to uh, Granville Island and shit like that. Yeah, I suppose that's true. Um, it's just weird. I, I've talked to a lot of people from other cities like have waterways like ours, and they've all got lots of ferries going all different directions. They're part of the transit system. <clears throat> and we just have the one stupid one. Huh. That's translate. Anyway, you sound tired and I'm bored. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I am. I'm. So, I'm definitely getting tired. I can tell. Actually, so am I. Uh, I'm okay. late. 
I might sneak home early. I'm trying not to go uh, home, quote-unquote, early because they'll cancel my... If I'm there too early, they'll figure out that I'm not working every night. Uh, and, okay. and they'll cancel my free pass, and then I'm back to my 10.30 curfew. Yeah. So right now they're just operating under the assumption that I'm working every night. So I, <laughs> I'm, I'm allowed to stay out till 3 a.m. because that was the deal on nights that I'm working. Oh, nice. Uh, well done. Yeah. So I just... Now I've... But if I, I've gone back early the last two nights, and I think if I do it too much, then they'll figure it out. So, yeah, I'm going to go track down the, what you call yourself here? Mud Guppy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I go track down Jen. Interested. <laughs> Hope yeah. I have a guitar soon. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to buy one today, but uh, that didn't work out because I didn't get paid. Yeah, I have to wait till fucking Monday. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I'll let you know what's going on with that. It could be Tuesday, but uh, either way, I guess it'll be going to you. Uh, and then I'm yeah. going to talk to them about just uh, giving me a live check from now on. I don't see why they can't do that. Yeah, yeah you still have a bank machine to fucking cash it in, though? Oh, I could go to Money Mart. Oh. Well, is that expensive or no? No, not at all. Hmm. Uh, it's 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 $3 on every hundred. Oh, yeah, that's, okay, that's, that's, that's it? $3? Yeah, $3 on every hundred, plus a dollar service fee. Holy shit. Um, when I was with Scotiabank, it was actually cheaper to go to Money Mart than my monthly banking fees. Hey, how you doing? That's incredible. Yeah, people think it's like this big crazy thing, and it's not. It never has been. Uh, the payday loans used to be ridiculous, but they got legislated. Yeah, that's right. I knew that was. I knew how bad that was. Yeah, it used to be like fifty percent. You'd have to pay back. Yeah. Um, now, but they that that turned out to be uh, it broke some like loan sharking law or something. So, <coughs> um, I actually had a big massive payday loan forgiven under that. Uh, there was a class action lawsuit, and I got. I guess they just named everybody who's ever dealt with Money Mart, and uh, I had a $700 payday loan forgiven. No shit. Uh, and that was my the judgment in the class action lawsuit. It was really cool. That's fucking great. Oh, I had no intention of paying it. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is one of those ones, though, like, I had such good... I have such a good relationship with Money Mart, and I'm such a prick about it. Like, I know they'll cash any check for me that they want for other people. So I've bringing I used to bring in bogus checks all the time. <laughs> and they, Cause I knew they'd do it for me. They'd, sometimes if there was a lineup, they'd just do it without even entering in the computer. Cause they knew, <laughs> they knew mine were always good. And then, Oh, that'd be the one that, Oh, that guy, he sure got me. <laughs> um, and then I pay them back 20 bucks at a time until it paid off. Yeah, they're not good. If they could, they need to figure out a way to do to deal with e-transfers. Yeah, it's true. Uh, where they just take they take three bucks or whatever and give you your money. Um, it'd be awesome. Those those killed Western Union, eh? Yeah, yeah, they did. It still exists, but uh, it's pretty. It's you know. If not just at the same volume it used to be. Well, I I can send you any amount of money instantly for a dollar fifty, or I can yeah. send you the thing about Western Union that was never made any sense to me. 
any amount up to a hundred dollars costs you seventeen dollars. So if I was to send you one dollar, it would cost me seventeen dollars. Uh, if I was to send you $99, it would cost me $70. And it, it got less the more you sent? I don't, I don't, their system is stupid. Jesus Christ. I don't even know, that's just fun. I never, uh, my brother sent me money one time. I, I borrowed money off him when I was young. This is how I know, that's the only way I ever did it. Um, and it was just the one time, because that's a ridiculous amount to pay. That is a huge fucking amount to pay. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, money is not that bad. I've been dealing with them since I was 18. Because uh, I'm not real good at keeping bank accounts. <laughs> I've had the same bank account since I was a kid. See? That's uh, that's you and me. I've had, I've dealt with every major bank. <laughs> um, I even had my my very first experience with this bank was amazing. Uh, I put in my very first paycheck, and it was for like, what was it? I think it was like $289. That's how much I got paid for two weeks' worth of work, full-time, 40 hours. Yeah. Or 80 hours. Remember those days, eh? And that was, my paycheck was for 289 Wow. Yeah, that was terrible. I was pissed. I did all that work for fucking under 300 bucks. This is yeah, bullshit. Right. Um, so I went to the bank. I put the check in. And they put the check in twice. Oh. And they never asked for the money back. Wow. Yeah. Like, I left part of that. Because like, my, my mom was there. And she's like, well, you know, just don't fucking. She goes, well, don't. Don't do anything. Just leave it for now. Keep it for like I I can't remember how long she said. They just say like keep it for a month. If they don't, if they haven't tracked it by a month, because they're not going to ask for it back. Yeah. So for a whole month, I had fucking an extra two hundred eighty nine dollars in my account. I couldn't touch it. Yeah, this would be another uh, a good topic of the show because banks used to have a sort of a thing where if it was their mistake, they didn't pursue it. Like if they overpaid you and it was their mistake, it it was just. Forgotten kind of thing. That's a yeah. That's a long time ago. They don't, they don't do that anymore. No, not at all. That was back when they they banks did cool stuff. When you could get five dollars out of an ATM. Oh, I miss those yeah. days. I miss those days too. It's so much easier. So such a fucking kick in the ass when you go to the ATM and you got eighteen bucks. Yeah. Can't fucking buy pull anything out. So I think I talked about this. There's a fucking movie uh, where a guy, it starts off, a guy goes in the bank, he's got exactly $20 in his account, and he goes up to the fucking ATM, and it won't let him pull the $20 out because he can't pay the service charge. Right. So he ends up going into the bank, um, and uh, <laughs> he... Uh, a bank robbery happens, and he ends up getting locked in the vault with uh, with the with a chick. And it's a really good movie for that. It's actually a really good movie. It's a lot of fun because the chick is that uh, Zoe Deschanel. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it's it's a fun movie. Like, I actually really really enjoyed it. Um, I wish I could remember the name of it. I never could. I like um, her a lot. I don't like her TV show, but I like her. Yeah, exactly. In everything about uh, that show. Yeah, and um, her music is really weird. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I, there's very few of those weirdo actress bands that I like. Uh, Juliet and the Licks is pretty damn good. Yeah, uh, but most of them are PJ Harvey wannabes. Did you ever, you know, um, Jada Pinkett Smith, Will uh, Smith's wife? Yeah, of course. Have you ever heard her band? No, I didn't realize she had one. I'm not even going to tell you about it. Just please, hang up. When we hang up the phone, take a look. Just I, uh, Jada, Jada Pinkett Smith metal band. She sang in the movie Demon Knight. She had a really great voice. Yeah, where do you see her this, man? You're going to be blown away. I always had a big, I had a big crush on her when I was young. Did you? I did. Just because of Demon Knight. Um, <laughs> I love that movie. Well, I have, a, I have a feeling that after you see this, you'll be even more impressed. Cause, uh, it's pretty fucking impressive. Oh, I need a good chick singer. I find the guy... Do you know Mushroom Head? Yes. I'm really getting into Mushroom Head. A friend of mine, the, the new the bass player for Ashes of Purgatory, turned me on to Mushroom Head. I've, I don't know them. Um, they're, they're, yeah, I got... I uh, first heard about them fucking long time ago. Oh, they're ancient. I think their first album is like 94. Uh, yeah, I, was, I first heard about them from a tattoo artist. That would have been in fucking early mid nineties. Yeah, they're great. I, I've never heard them. I've, I've heard the name, but I just never bothered to listen to them. But they're fantastic. So they're my new band for now. Um, but I need a new good chick to get into because Fiona Apple never does anything anymore. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, check it out. Awesome. Well, I'm gonna have to let you go here, man. I'm fading fast. And you have to yeah, die as well. Yeah, I hear you. I gotta go too. Have a good day, and uh, hopefully I'll hear from you tomorrow. Yeah, we will see what goes on. Sounds good, man. See you, sir. Have a good night. You too. Awesome. My name is Jeff.